news from around the world. Cairo, Egypt, a land of mystery, sand, and treasure. The recently discovered tomb of the four pharaohs has sent the archaeological community into a frenzy. Everyone and their mother are set on getting their hands on the infamous treasures of the lost tomb. Treasures like the fabled giant ruby known as the Egypt's Fire. Victor Van Eyck, curator at the Museum of Natural History in New York City, has gathered the top museums of the world to team together. His mission is to make sure the artifacts in the tomb stay with its rightful owners, the Egyptian people. Now it's a race against time. Will Van Eyck's team of experts beat the grave robbers and treasure seekers to the ruby? Or will it be finders, keepers, losers, weepers? Who knows? This reporter certainly doesn't. So stay tuned next time for News from Around the World. Hi, welcome to Fables. I'm Tom Phillips and I will be your guest DM today. Uh, Huge fan, <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. Uh, the wonderful Fables crew uh, has asked me to come and DM because I have really good personal news. If you guys have watched the show, I played Santa a couple times, and my book, The Curious League of Detectives and Thieves, Egypt's Fire, comes out June 7th, and everywhere where you can buy books. So, uh... Yay books! Yeah, books! Yay. So if you have a kid who's between ages 8 and 13, or you're mature like me and are an eight between, uh, between an 8 and 13-year-old, then check it out. You're gonna like it. So, what they did was they asked me, they said, hey, Tom, will you DM? And I was like, sure. And they said, would you do it with your world? And I said, sure. And they said, great. And I said, all right. So today we're going to do a nice one shot in the world of Curious League and of Detectives and Thieves. And this is called The Tomb of Egypt's Fire. So today we have uh, some really great players, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, although I don't think any of them actually need an introduction. So we'll start with the Dapper Dehim himself. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> I'm Jared Sullivan, usually the Dungeon Master, but today I am playing Grizz Montana. He's a human fighter. I think we're all humans, but playing a fighter. I think uh, kind of Indiana Jonesy. Hi, I'm Carmichael. I'm playing Phineas Polk. Who is he? What does he do? Well, you're going to have to watch and find out. Hi, guys. I'm Ali Fitzgerald, and I am playing Olivia Pigeonfoot, the human librarian, cleric of knowledge. Nice. I almost said it backwards. Librarian? Librarian? Yes. Librarian. <laughs> Love you. Hi, I'm Jess Ayers, and today I'm playing the kid. I am a uh, halfling rogue. I just want to make a, a quick note and say that the reason why we brought a librarian in is because they're the real heroes. Oh, no, it is true. Right? <laughs> Everybody's yes, story. They are, yes, they are. Great. Um, you guys ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Most D&D adventures start with a group of people in a tavern or the king summoning uh, heroes across the land. But this is not most D&D stories, for this starts off in an oasis hidden deep in the Nubian desert 
not to be confused with the Nubian dessert, which I'm told is very scrumptious, is an older man, his face accomplished. He's seen many adventures. With a whip to his side and the dust on his boots, he wipes his perfectly bald head with a handkerchief given to him by the President of the United States. His name is Grizz Montana. Like he said, Grizz Montana. Seen a lot of things and been a lot of places. We're gonna save this mysterious, perhaps magical ruby. Grizz Montana stands as the sun sets and the moon rises across the desert. He's waiting for someone. In the distance, Grizz, you hear a bellows of a camel. Someone approaches. You spot the rider in the distance uh, with red hair as beautiful as a Colorado sunset. Her eyes, the deep brown of the Nile River. She enters and gracefully as a swan on roller skates, she leaps off her camel and approaches. She is Olivia Pigeonfoot. Hello, I'm Olivia. Um, I currently work for the British Library. However, I've been secretly working with the British Museum as well. And I would say that finding this ruby will be my life's work. And I'm determined to do everything to capture it. Uh, you see Grizz Montana, and you recognize him from his world-famous exploits, and you also know that you are supposed to be reporting to him, that he'll be leading the expedition. Ah, hello, you must be Mr. Montana. Correct. Pleasure to meet you. Mm. Before you guys can finish your introductions, galloping across the sands, you both jump. Before you, riding on a horse, is a man and a blue bowler hat. Grizz Montana, you know him as Phineas Polk. So you're Grizz Montana, I presume? You presume correctly. You're going to stay on that horse or you're going to get down on the sand with the rest of it? I might as well. Mm. So I get down, I see Olivia. It's been a long time. Very. I didn't know you were called in for this job as well. Well, it was a short notice. Hmm. Great. Uh, roll your perception. Okay. Or insight, insight, I guess. Insight. 21. Oh. <laughs> you know. I know. Uh, you know. I'm picking it up. Uh, also, down. you notice on uh, Phineas's collar is a red pin that says SOS. The SOS being the world's greatest uh, crime in, uh, organization. Better than Scotland Yard, better than the FBI. Crime fighting, crime inspecting and busting organizations. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Society got. of Sleuths. <laughs> Society of Sleuths. Yes. Uh, and Phineas has been uh, uh, assigned. You knew one of the members of, this, of the SOS would come and help you? Look at Mr. Polk and then uh, do a, a very like casual gesture to like where his button is, where his SOS button is. Just knowing looks. Knowing look back, mm. uh, and uh, I pull out my watch, and I go, wasn't there supposed to be another one? Right when he says that, if on cue, a motorcycle is heard in the distance. <laughs> Everybody roll your perceptions. Perception. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love my dice. Yeah, Ooh, a natural 20. Nice, it's like a five. <laughs> 11. roll. Thank you, Patreon. Uh, you know the sound of this motorcycle. 
you have been in many in your life. It is a Egyptian army motorcycle. It has a sidecar, and by the sound of it, it's coming from Cairo, the direction of Cairo, which would be north from where you guys are. You look up and you see a small person driving a motorcycle. In the small person's sidecar is a monkey. Grizz Montana, you know that the uh, Otter Twins are supposed to be joining you. They are world-renowned spelunkers. And once again, because of the pictures that you got, it was a little blurry. You just know that they look a whole lot alike. And uh, (laughs) you can see the resemblance between the kid and the monkey. Mm. (laughs) Probably try and do a little little sand at everybody. (laughs) Uh, I take one step to dodge the sand. (laughs) Everybody uh, uh, roll your dexterity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Not great. Jess, go ahead and uh, uh, the kid. Go ahead and roll your uh, eighteen. Um, Oof. sneak. That's an eight. Sneak. <laughs> These are brand new dice. This is the first time I've rolled them. Yeah. It's a natural one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kid. The kid. Uh, dice, sprays, you sprays sand at you, but each one of you have dealt with children <laughs> and <laughs> step neatly out of the way, not getting hit by the dust of sand. Oh, I don't know if I. You had one job. <laughs> yeah. You were the uh, chosen. You one. were the chosen one. <laughs> Just take out my water flask and put it back in. Y'all looking for a ruby? Hello. Hi. Who's the kid? Precisely. I, <laughs> by the look of them, I we're expecting the otter twins. Yeah, that's us. That's a monkey. Yes, I'm confused. Yeah, it's my brother. Oh, that makes total sense. Of course, of course. All right. Yeah, Pogo. Stick. Just call me the kid. Oh, okay. Pogo. Otter uh, twins. That's us. Absolutely us. (laughs) Everybody roll your insight. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, God. (laughs) Ten. Twenty-two. Six. Both of you guys are like, yep, checks out to us. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have heard of the Otter Twins, and you do not remember the Otter Twins being children. In fact, you're pretty sure they're adults. However, you know, they're here. Well, it looks like we have our team. A quite interesting one indeed. Do we? All right. Uh... Mr. Montana. I think we can assume that perhaps this may or may not be who the letter was supposed to go to. But if this kid procured such an item and is now proclaiming this is who they are, I think they seem fit for the job. All right, well, if things get gummed up with sticky fingers, you're the first one I'm looking at. That I agree with as well. Won't be the first one I'm looking at. No. All right. <laughs> Olivia just turns her head, trying to not make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Did you guys used to date or something? Oh, something. My, that's a very presumptuous question to ask on the first time meeting people. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of with the kid on this one. Well, I just rolled a 22 on my insight. So. <laughs> <laughs> dang it! Dang it! You, right, no, no problems here. You, you know, you know that they, uh, they, they. You, you've read enough romance novels to know that that they were in love at one point in time and probably had a horrible, terrible breakup because the way that they're very bothly awkward. It happens. Yeah. I have a job to do. Yes. 
That's what I'm here to do. All right. Well, well, we'll see. You were just about to start looking around because you yourself had just arrived. Mm -hmm. And you know that you were supposed to meet uh, your contact who is supposed to give you the... um, uh, Basically the instructions to be able to open up the tomb. Right. Uh, But you do not see them anywhere. (sighs) And I know where the tomb is. You do know where the tomb is at, yes. So where are we going? Well... The entryway is that way, but uh, there was supposed to be some way to open it and uh, someone who knew how to open it, but... Um, Hope it wasn't the Otter Twins. <laughs> that's uh, very astute of you. Uh, so, I think it was a local. Was it some, is it some sort of cipher we need to open the, the entrance? I don't know, but maybe uh, while we wait, better than just... Uh, Keeping our hands in our pockets, let's go ahead and uh, let's just take a look at it. Okay. See what we see. Um, the the actually the tomb is about an hour right oh. south. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I will say because I led you a little bit of astray, uh, there are tents and things set up. Oh. Okay. So. Right. So we're in no You're at a camp. Oh, right, nobody right. is here. That's right. I forgot that, about that. That, that you yeah. have oh, seen. Okay. Yep. I mean, there are tents mm. and. And well, it's um. There is a fire that's burning. <coughs> what time of day There's is it? There's a fire that's burning. Yeah. What time of day? It's night. It oh. just just the sun just set. It's twilight. Okay. Sun is setting. Got it. Uh, it, it literally okay. just got dark. Who was your contact, Mister Montana? It was Hygiene Kepler. Do um, I know who that is? You Kepler. do know Hygiene Kepler. You've met Hygiene. Uh, he's sort of a interesting man. He he he's what we call a, a gopher. He gets things. He acquires mm-hmm. things for people. Is um, he good on his word? Always. He's very punctual as a Brit. I know him. This Do is you? quite odd he, that he is not here yet. Um, I hope everything's all right. Well, let's let's uh, just poke around a little bit here. Someone lit this fire. Okay. Uh, so roll, to investigate the sure. Roll the investigation. What are you What are you looking at? The tents, um, the fire. Yeah, I'm looking at. Um, I want to know how long I can kind of guess this fire's been burning. Okay. Um, and then look for like. I'm looking for signs of uh, misdeeds. Fourteen. Fourteen. You look at the at the at the fire, and the fire's starting to wane. Mm-hmm. So you're guessing that it probably was about four hours when it started around mm-hmm. then. Um, as as fires are, being an explorer, you would know exactly how long it, it takes. Yeah. Uh, around the uh, fire, there are a bunch of footsteps. Mr. Polk. Yes, sir. Uh, I think you uh, know a little more about. Look into things if I'm reading you correctly. Uh, I'm noticing some random tracks here. It seems like uh, more than just the usual camp business. How long ago do you think the fire was? Uh, I think they stoked it up about four hours ago. Well, they couldn't have gone far. We're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hearing them talk, can I look around to see if there are tracks or footprints or camel prints or something leading out of the camp to see if somebody left? There's a lot of, yes. Um, 
Well, roll your investigation. This is probably pretty easy. Also. Just don't fumble. Um, investigation. That's a seven. Okay. Well, you do see tracks that have left and and come and gone. Can I tell um, if like they're different than our tracks? Uh, yeah. Well, yes, because you haven't gone. You've only come. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Understood. Yes. Um, I'd like to investigate the tents and see if there's any personal okay. belongings inside. Okay. Roll investigation, and then also you roll investigation with the footprints. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Great. Give me yeah. One second. If I pull out a magnifying glass. Can I roll with advantage? You can roll with an advantage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but only because that's the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I'm an easy sap. Natural twenty. Uh, Phineas, by looking at the uh, footprints, you have decided that there was either a struggle or somebody danced one heck of a tango. But it all all, all signs lead to uh, uh, a struggle. You notice that after the tango ends, there is a dragging. It looks like somebody's somebody had been dragged to the tent that Miss Olivia Pigeonfoot happens to be looking at. You see the body drag, and you get there at the exact same time as, as Phineas, and both of you at the exact same time reach at the tent is zipped, uh, buttoned, and locked. And you both reach out and touch the lock at the same time. Olivia does a gasp and throws her hand back. Um, oh dear. D- d- does anyone have any tools to open the tent? Oh yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, I could probably do it. Well, now is your chance to show us your skills, kid. Great. Hopefully, my dice will behave. Um, uh, the kid will... She ought to be good. The kid uh. will... <laughs> the kid will approach the locked tent and try to peek it. You notice that the lock is a little bit out of your reach. Pogo comes up and goes, Eek, eek! Oh, oh my. What do I get? Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, buddy. And I'll stand on Pogo's Pogo does like tiny this, little shoulders. This little thing, and the kid gets up on the shoulders. And for a little monkey, he's pretty strong, and he lifts the kid up, and the kid gets to the lock and starts to pick it. Um, um, as an aside, I say to Mr. Montana and um, Phineas, I would have thought it would have been the other way around. <laughs> I mean, that's how they tango. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Um, and roll for advantage, to, with advantage, too. Right. Yes. 18. 18. 18. Oh, yeah. The sheet so, is different than what I'm used to looking at. I was like, where is oh, everything? I'm sorry. No, yeah. it's fine. It's just a different order. Um, so the kid jumps up onto the monkey's shoulders, and before you guys can go... What are you? It goes click, 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 and she hands it to to, to Grizz. Here you go. I must say that was quite that impressive. That's why they call us the Otter Twins. I'd- I'm not quite sure that's why, but we can go with that for now. All right, let's uh, let's take a look in here. You unzip. I'm more of a beaver fan. You un you you unbutton because I don't know if zippers were around then. They probably they probably buttons, yeah. Probably buttons, yeah. I don't know, but they were. Buttons. I'm an author, not a historian. Buttons, zippers, and 
a lock? Oh, that yeah. was tough. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Uh, <laughs> One button at a time. <laughs> Grizz, you open it up, yeah. and not to your surprise, mm. tied and gagged in the middle of the tent is your contact hygiene. Do we all say this? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. That guy's tight. All right. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I can go over there and oh, ungag him first. Oh, oh my gosh. Get you out of this. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad you found me. I all... thought I was going to die in here. Are you all right? Well, no, I'm tied up. Well, of course, but what happened? Oh, I thought that it was Grizz and you were showing up, but it wasn't. It was a different group of people. And when I said, hey, I don't know who you are, they hit me in the head. And they tied me up. And worse, they stole my wallet. Oh dear. Um, mm. I'd like to go and tend to his head and see if he needs any. What do any they help look like? It's okay. Oh, uh, one was a really big guy. Mm-hmm. One was a really small guy. Mm-hmm. One was a middle guy. And then they were all led by this very weird blonde Austrian guy who was very obsessed with with time. He would say things like, "You are so slow, and I, I am so fast." And then he would go. Ha ha. Mm. Mm. Roll, like a, roll like your, a, uh, a poke, roll your insight. Like a, like a. Ha ha. Ah, yeah. Ha ha. Mm. Yes, just like that. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> What'd you roll? 19. 19. Phineas freezes. The blood drains from his face. You all look at him and he says, Gustav. Gustav von Autobahn. <laughs> you all heard of the name Gustav von Autobahn. He's a uh, world acclaimed uh, painting thief. Most of the time, he steals uh, uh, paintings. He also jewel- he's also stolen jewels, uh, pigeons, and the occasional heart. Do I know this guy? Is the kid the kids heard of this guy too? You have. You have, um, yeah, because you've been living on the street, you, you know, the criminal element kind of knows each other. Uh, have I ever met him? No, you have never met him. In fact, none of you have. The only person, you've all heard reputation. stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. my reputation. Okay. The only person that has is Mr. Polk. How long ago was this that they were here? Oh, I don't know. What, what time is it now? Is it is after it, is, sundown? Oh, I was just... I was just yeah, starting my <laughs> mid-afternoon tea, so I would say yes. I was just starting the mid-afternoon tea. I, I would I would say probably about four hours. Oh dear, that means they yeah, could possibly out. be inside already. Oh I, yeah, well, they won't be able to get inside without the the this uh uh uh, uh you know coup uh, cipher, if you will, uh, uh mm. secret to getting into the tomb, and it is right. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Right. It's in yeah. your wallet, isn't it? It was in my wallet. Yeah. Mm. This is terrible. Figures. Well, you must you must go. You must hurry. You can't let the the Egypt's fire fall into the hands of these scoundrels, these uh uh, uh deviants. No, we cannot. Malcontents. Please. We have to get there quickly. As I say All villains, right. I glance at Olivia and then step out. So wait, we're crossing the desert at night. Yes. But what other choice it, do we have? It's not as hot. It's much better. If this is stolen and gotten into the wrong hands. It's real dark. That's all right. What about the wrong hands? Terrible you know where we're things going. could happen. 
We oh, wait, have, does my motorcycle have a headlight on it? Of course it has oh, a headlight. Yeah. We're good. We have torches. It's fine. <laughs> uh, what would you guys like to do? All right. Uh, Are you good to go? Are you good to stay here, or do you want to come with us? Oh, no, no, sir. No, sir, no. I was I was told to deliver the, the package, and then I have to go back to America for an opening. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very busy, um, but... Uh, All right, here's what I need you to do. When you get back to Cairo, yes. I need you to alert the authorities that we may have trouble here. And then we are going to try to head it off and get there before mm, yeah. this uh, Autobahn fellow. I don't know if we need to involve the authorities. No, I, I mean, you, you, we, you, we you, do. You, you do already have a member of the SOS, so you have the greatest kind fighters of all time. Yes, but we can't contact them. We need to let them know. Oh, yes, yeah. oh yes, yes, I, yes. I, of course, I could deliver. If only we had some kind of device with which we could communicate. Even then, that's going to be a great future. Even then, I, I'm pretty sure it'll be difficult. <laughs> you can't get a telephone out here. I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Montana, but we need to go. <sighs> I, I will, need to go. Yes, I, I, will, I, will, I will definitely get the authorities and, and have them come back forthright. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Uh, he jumps on to a horse who can barely hold his giant body, and uh, the horse neighs, and he rides off into the desert. Mm. I run up to my horse Cairo. as well, mm-hmm. and I jump onto its back. Roll athletic. No, acrobatics. You got it. Nice. Journey. <laughs> uh, no, uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? Oh, yes. <laughs> Phineas runs, leaps, <clears throat> lands perfectly on his, on, his, on his saddle, and he turns. Let's go. Olivia just rolls her eyes and looks the other way. Uh, so, kid has a motorcycle. motorcycle, horse. What else do we have? You have a camel. Okay. And he has a horse as well. All right. So I'm going to get up on my camel. Okay. I hope you can keep up. I don't want to yes. be in your exhaust or your dust, so you stick in the back. Mm. Um, right. Olivia gets behind Mr. Montana. Okay. Very good. All right. Logo and I will be in the back. As they say in the greatest game, play ball. So. Uh, will you will you roll a uh, survival check there, sir? Do, do, do. Four. Four. You guys travel way farther than an hour. In fact, you travel. You've been traveling pretty much the entire night. Oh, no. <laughs> and by the time you get through the through the desert, you the the sun is starting to peak up. Are we there yet? Um, Mr. Montana, <laughs> I, I haven't been here myself, but something doesn't seem right. <sighs> it's only supposed to be an hour from the camp. I have grave concerns, my friends. Perhaps the location moves. The location <laughs> moves. <laughs> How would that even be possible? Yeah, I'm not like super learned or anything, but I'm pretty sure that's not physically possible. Well, we made it regardless. You guys pull up (laughs) to the tomb of the five pharaohs. Now, you know it's the tomb of the five pharaohs. It's going to be chaos all day. (laughs) Oh, just wait. Oh, just wait till you get into the tomb. We haven't even got there yet. Uh, As you pull up, you see... um, Five giant statues. Um, Olivia, roll a 
history check. Or, uh, is it history? What is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, history. I have a special question. Does expertise mean I get advantage? Yes, you do roll ex- uh, uh, advantage for, for anything I say with history checks because you're Olivia Pigeonfoot. 22. 22. Uh, Olivia knows pretty much everything there is to know about this tomb, and um, because I haven't given her the actual rundown, I'm going to explain it to you as if Olivia has. But uh, the tomb itself has five pharaohs, and the reason why five pharaohs were buried in the tomb is because each one of the pharaohs said that that tomb should be theirs. They had passed, as, as you know, pharaohs usually pass from one to, one to another when they die, but unfortunately the five pharaohs all claim to be a pharaoh at the same time, hence why Egypt has been split into five different deserts. The first pharaoh on the left is a uh, very distinguished looking man, and he's holding what appears to be a duck. You know him as Tutankhaken, the duck pharaoh. Pogo is very, very, very interested in the next one for it sort of looks like Pogo. He's got a very long monkey face with the headdress. And uh, Olivia explains to you that that is uh, Hemunktep, who had, um, he was he was the first monkey pharaoh. Mm. And last, actually. There's a whole thing about how monkeys shouldn't be leaders. I don't want to get into it. But next to him is a statue uh, and it, it's you, you would you would look at it and think, well, maybe this is two statues, maybe it's one statue. It's sort of combined. It almost looks like a, a two-headed, two-bodied person, but then only one leg. And the one side is holding a cat, and the other side is holding a dog. Is this the same as the Hemunktep, or is it another? No, this yeah, is a, a new, new statue. Okay. The, the 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 cat side, uh, Olivia explains to you, is Felixus, and the dog side is Plutonius, and they were twins, and they, um, although they were not actually uh, conjoined in real life, they had their own bodies. The all of their scripture and everything has made them into one because they were identical twins, and it was very hard to tell the difference between them. And then the last one, which Grizz, you would you would notice mm-hmm. she's holding uh, a ruby in her hand. It's carved, obviously, a carving of a ruby. It's not a real ruby. Mm-hmm. And there's snakes wrapped around her arms. And that is the last of the five pharaohs, known as Hisophet. Mm-hmm. Now you have your your five pharaohs, you got two on each side, Hisophet in the middle. Between Hisophet's legs is a door. Uh, it is a stone door, and the door is closed. Mm. That's where we're going. Right, right. Is there any sign of other people? Yes. Outside, uh, you see three horses, and uh, what appears to be a, a, a dog with a saddle. Interesting. Hmm. And they're, they're tied up? Yes, they're tied They're tied up. Well, they clearly left these here so they could get an escape. I think we should let them loose and set them off. It should slow them down. Hmm. It's not very sportsmanlike, but I like the devious twist. It is not sportsman, but if you <clears throat> understand who Gustav is, 
he will literally take this into the black market and we'll never find it again. Okay, so if we untie their horses and send them away, they could just steal our horses. Is there another place that we could put ours? Like maybe around the other side? Let's just do your intelligence uh, d20 with advantage when you're reading the hieroglyphics. Uh, 19. 19. To the left, you see a, a, a sign that sort of looks like an arrow, and written in it <laughs> says, parking lot. <laughs> oh, I think we can put our horses and vehicle over there. Oh, great. Great. As you turn around the corner, there's really like a nice like little out, out cove, and you know, it's got uh, like squares and then there's like like a stone blocks and then there's like little blocks you know to like kind of have little almost like spaces to tell where you should put, put your your wagon and your carts yeah this is giving me so many shrek vibes i love it yeah. <laughs> there's one there's one that has a uh, uh another hieroglyphic sign though the one closest to you and it's you know, there's a sign there what does it say uh handicap you know well uh, I, I didn't know this place had a visitor site, but it seems there's a spot for everyone. It's very thoughtful of them. Mm-hmm. I uh, pull up, get out, mm-hmm. tie up the horse, yeah. put a quarter in, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other way. Like, uh, <laughs> do you want to try to like cover that the the thing so somebody wouldn't be able to see it, or are you just happy that it's around the side? Uh, covering might be good, and maybe also like. Um, yeah. yeah, the kid will go over and just start kicking the sand where the tracks are, where we, we took our stuff okay. and just kind of... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kick um, it around. You guys search for like five minutes. You can find like some palm leaves and stuff too. So you come around and you untie the horses and you slap one on the butt and you're like, ah, and it runs off and it runs off and then the dog follows them. Uh, and you hear, oh, someone doesn't like to play fair. Oh, no. Uh, you turn around, and up on top of where Hesafet is, is like sort of a window. Not un- big enough for a normal human. He's just his head is sticking out. And Poke, you notice that that is Gustav von Adoban, your sworn enemy and nemesis. <laughs> Hello, Inspector Poke. I'm afraid that you are, are missing something and you cannot come in. You are too slow, and I am so fast. Ho ho! <sighs> what is it that you think you have? I have all of the uh, maps and ways into the tomb, and all you have is a pitiful looks on your faces. Oh, is ho, that ho. so? Well. You didn't know they actually have me. Oh, I know everything about you, Pigeonfoot. She just gives him a dirty look. And, you know, I thought you would be a little taller, to be honest, but you are not. You're sort of short. Who are you calling short? And uh, the kid will <laughs> reach in their pocket and pull out, like, a, a rock. There's just, like, yep. rocks in their pocket. <laughs> and then just... Throw it at him. Throw it. Uh, roll an attack. 12. 
Oh, you just barely miss him. He just bounces and he misses. He's like, oh, look at you. You are so slow. And I am so fast. Oh, good luck, he says. And as he uh, um, leaves, he tosses like a, looks almost like a bottle and it's got fire on it right where the door is at. And it hits the ground. Does the kid know what a Molotov cocktail is? You all do. Everybody roll your dexterity. I'm going to take Patreon for this natural 20. Nice. 23. So good. Okay. 12. 19. Good stuff. 18. Grizz, roll your acrobat. 19. The Molotov cocktail falls. Grizz pulls out his whip, whips it around his head, grabs it with the thing, and then tosses it. And it explodes up in the, up in the air. None of you guys take any damage, but the wall itself shakes, and there, were, like where the hieroglyphs are, there were like little squares, and they all fall out onto the ground. Mm. That was quite brilliant what you did, but yeah, that whip's pretty cool. It is. I'm gonna walk up to the wall and and see if I can try to figure anything out. On the ground are all different sorts of little squares with different, each one having one symbol. You know this as the alphabet. On the wall, there are eight spaces. Now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you this and you guys can decide where you, what letters and where you wanna put them in the eight things. Um, so I'll just let you write it down. I was gonna like give you things and have you like decipher it, but it's a one shot. So we'll just say that you know what the letters are and you oh, can pick, wait. there are eight. There's, oh, so we have to pick all the letters that we think are up there? Yeah, mm. there's eight. Oh. Is there an H? <laughs> <laughs> We're playing Hangman. Yeah. We're playing Hangman. You, you can decide. There's, there's, there's four, there's two, there's, there's eight letters. There is a space between. Open, two open door. So it could be two, two open words. Tomb. You can try it. Write it down. Open tomb or open put, put an O in that first slot. Oh, we need to. I need to write it. Okay, you want to put an O here. Does anything happen when we put the O in? Yes, when you put the O in, it glows yellow. Ooh, it's better than red. Do you want to try other letters? It's Gustav's favorite I mean, color. Open. Mm. Makes sense. I think open makes sense. Let's go for open. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the library. Right. Right. Oh. Write them Just down. Can O go in anywhere else? Oh, here's more, else? too. There's some Could be oven. Open oven? Oven open? Could be as uh, hot in the desert. But it's a tomb. True. It's a... Uh, and what happens with the P? Hold on one second. I'm going to get them all in here and then... So you just put in open? Yeah. Yes. With zero clues, so we're, we're going for the obvious. Please, yeah. <laughs> six letters. The P also turns yellow. I think this is a I good sign. The N <laughs> turns yellow. And uh, the, the the E doesn't turn at all. Uh, well, if we're playing Wordle, yellow means we have to move them to a different spot. Nice. But they're two separate words, right? They are two separate words. Okay. 
I'll give you that. Thanks. <laughs> okay, right, you have to move. Well, to... well then let's make your nope. let's make the, oh, the let's it. let's work on the I'll work on the second or two. Let's let's, let's go with tomb. Yeah, let's try that. No, I don't know. Then I screwed <laughs> up. I'm an author, okay. not a wordle person. It's Tom. Tom. Open Tom. Tom. Okay, so we got a T. So let me share. We got an O. We have an M, M. and we have a B. Tom. And a B. Okay. Tom. Tom. Or two. Or Okay, so. Tom is good too, but. T O O is yellow. B is green. Hey. If a letter in this word is actually in this word, yes, it will still turn yellow. Okay, okay. so that's eight. That's okay, okay, yes, okay. I was about to ask right. that monster. So we should remove the E, T, and M. Right, so it's not E, T, M. Yeah. Oh. Okay. If you guys want to get clues, you can roll uh, uh, insight checks. That's a dirty 20. Okay, you know that Whatever it is, you're trying to uh, get the find a way to get the door to open. It is some sort of instruction on how to open up the door. So, like lift or slide. Noob. Push. Should we try push? Push. Pull. Poob. Okay, so like the first, like the first word should be either pull or push. Yeah, because the the P is in the wrong place, and the N needs to be over here. All right. So, I w- uh, Wheel of Fortune, can we please move some letters? Yeah, around? yeah, yeah. You can move them around. Just yeah. move them where you but want them. Be in the first spot. Do me a favor so, though, and just P in the first. Spot. Here, what is me, what does green mean? Is this is this it's P? It's good. Yeah. This is a P. I'm just gonna write these yeah, on the back so I can see, see what we got there. Over here somewhere. Now that you have things, I'm gonna make you guys have, put letters across everything before I tell you whether it's okay. where it's yeah. at. So, so do we want to? Nope. nope. No. My brain. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this one turns green. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I can't do this. Sorry. It's all right. Nice. And then uh, this one also turns green. Yeah. Right? Oh, oh. I mean, we had a 50-50 shot. Yeah. So. And then. Those are, we're ignoring oh, those oh, right now. Well, it's, well not, it's, not, push. it's not push. So uh, let's do L's. Let's do. Yeah, for let's do it. Oh, oh, we're supposed to put our finger in the hole and pull it open. <laughs> she moved this around. She did. That's an O. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That one also turns green. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Make a, a two L's and a K, please. What is this one? It's an O. It's an O, but now it's going to be an N. Oh. Ah. Oh. And if you can make a K. There we go. <laughs> L. Oh God. Oh. Careful. Marker in my hands. There we go. Flex is still wrong. Yeah. Feeling confident. Grizz Montana. I mean, it would have been funny if it said push noob. (laughs) I know, I push noob. Yeah. Push noob. That would have been funny, but I. Push the kid then. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) What do you call it a noob? Uh, Aha. It says pull knob. Yay! Where's the knob? Everybody roll investigation. 10. 15. 15. 15. 19. 19. Phineas uh, leans down 
picks up this rock that's very rounded and has some intricate thing and a little bit of a of a pole on it, mm. and he sticks it in. It turns a green, and then he twists it, and the door goes. It's more of a twist knob. Might have well, meant, might, might have lost meant in some, translation. Yeah, it meant yeah, something yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. back lost then. Lost in translation. <laughs> you know how words change, mm. language changes. Pulls. Yeah, language is. He pulls on the knob, <laughs> and the knob comes out, and the door opens. I don't know. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm an author, not a puzzle maker, uh, cabinet builder. I don't know. Yeah. As you guys enter, the door shuts slowly behind you, locking you into darkness. Well, that's not disconcerting or anything. To the right, a beam of light comes from the corner. It's the only light you can see. It comes down and it's illuminating what looks to be like sort of a metal drum. If you, you know. Like a, like a steel drum? Yeah. yeah like <laughs> a, it's sort of like a steel drum. It's, um, it's, it's, it's dusty, mm. uh, but it's, it's that shape and it's sort of on like. Attached on the side with two stone-looking things, so it almost. Um, a torch. I would like to go investigate the drum thing that the light is projecting. Roll out. your investigation. I'm going to touch it for our sake. Please be careful. Sixteen. Sixteen. You know, you heard. You've never actually been in a tomb, but you have researched, and you know that the uh, Egyptians had ways of bringing light through their their fortresses and their tombs and things. And uh, you know that they use like, sort of like a mirror to bounce light from room to room. I see, yeah, I, I see, I see what's happening here. If, uh, allow me to... You twist it. The beam of light hits it. It bounces across the room. Light, 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 light. And it's this little switch. Lights up the little switch on the mm. side of the room. It does have hieroglyphics on the bottom and, and top of, of it, and like little. Hey, letters. librarian lady, what does that say? What does it say? <laughs> the top says on. The bottom says off. The lever is currently flicked to the off position. And very pragmatic. Well, uh, honestly, quite obvious. I just flip it up to turn it on. Suddenly, it like lights up, and like where there were torches, are sort of like these weird. It's it's you know they're like light bulbs, but they're very archaic. Uh, and you remember th- hearing about how the Egyptians actually had made their own batteries. And this is l- like it has a full electricity. I can't believe it's actually true. I've just read about these, but I didn't think it was was possible. The walls are covered in, in hieroglyphics, and it's got this beautiful dome. And at the very end, there's two doors. And on each side, on the inside of the doors, is our cat pharaoh and our dog pharaoh. Mm. And they seem to be holding, each one of them hand, has a hand on like a, a um, tablet. And the tablet itself has uh, words written on it. And it says, welcome to the end of your life. One door leads to what you're searching for. The other door leads to your death. You may ask us whatever questions you want, but realize that one of the twins tells the truth. 
but the other is a dirty liar that lies. Classic. Yes. Do I know anything from my studies on which one in history maybe was considered the liar and which one was the honest one? No, because you, nobody really knows which one is which. Okay, just because they're so intertwined. Yeah, they're, they're literally identical down to the last The bit. kid's going to walk up to the, it didn't say anything about it being like yes or no questions, right? It just yeah, said it any question. Yeah. Hey, which one of you is the dirty liar that lies? Uh, the cat statue. A voice comes from it and its eyes glow red. And it says, I always tell the truth. He always lies. And then the dog's eyes light up red. He goes, that's not true. I always tell the truth. He always lies. And then the cat says, don't listen to him. He's lying. Hmm. That didn't help us as much as I thought it would. Cats are very mischievous. Indeed. Uh, I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. I would like to do Zone of Truth. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> That's it, an interesting idea. Does it, does it work on... On someone who cannot tell the truth. That's a fascinating idea. I love it. Um, My least favorite cats or cat burglars mm. and I yeah, look at uh, Olivia <laughs> a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15 foot radius sphere centered on the point of your choice within range yeah. until the spell ends a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on the turn um, they have to make a charisma saving throw and on the failed save a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius and I know whether or not the creature succeeds or fails on the saving throw the creature is aware of the spell and can avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond to the lie. And such a creature can be evasive in its answer as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. Okay. So everybody in the room can no longer uh, lie. That um, includes well, you. Well, we have and, to save against it. Yeah, every, yeah. So everybody roll your save and see if any. What is it? Wisdom? save? Yeah. Charisma? 13. What is the save? 13? 17, baby. Yeah, I fail it. <laughs> Feeling very truthful. Oh, <laughs> I love the other twins are like, they're like, we are the other twins. Other <laughs> <laughs> twins, yeah. Fist bump me, Pogo. All right. Okay. One of the statues rolled a natural twenty. The other of the statues rolled a two. Um, I know. I get to know which one succeeded which one failed it says you know whether or not the creature succeeds or fails on its saving throw oh okay um you can choose not to it just says that no 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 no. uh technically they're not creatures but i really love the player so i'm gonna (laughs) reward you for this uh the cat saved the dog did not ask the same question very uh very crazy dogs we're gonna get the truth out of him love it Cat saved the dog did not. Okay. Hey, so which one of you is a dirty liar who lies? The cat says it's the dog who lies. And the dog says it's the cat. The cat lies. Alright, well Which one of them's a liar? The the dog failed, so it's Yeah. So the the cat uh, the dog says, my door leads to what you desire. The cat's door leads to sudden doom. The cat says, my door leads to what you desire. 
The dog store leads to southern doom. Okay, so I believe in the dog. Yes, we need to go the direction of the dog. Okay. Righto. You choose the direction of the dog? Yes. All right. Kick open the door. <laughs> <laughs> you go towards the dog door. It opens up. You gotta crawl through it. Yeah, yeah dog, dog door. door. It is a little dog door. <laughs> I gotta, I'm like, ah, gosh. I gotta take, I'm getting caught on my jacket. Oh, yeah, your jacket gets caught and it gets yeah, lost. I'm like, ah. Mr. Montana, are you all right? Yeah, just, uh, I've been too many donuts. It takes a minute, but he does finally kind of wiggle through and his hat falls on the ground and you guys see his bald head go around a corridor. Mm-hmm. It's full of, uh, there's lots of hieroglyphics. There's lots of uh, pictures. Are there footprints from Mr. There, Autobahn? There are big footprints. Big, the big person. Big person. Are there small and There was a big person, a medium too. person, and a small person. Mm-mm. Just the large. The it's really, is, it's really large, large. That's strange. Why don't we see his companions with him? You uh, enter this room. It's very, very long. It's got sand on the floor, and on the sides there's some puddle, like sort of ponds. You know, dark brown water, like the like the Nile, kind of like something has seeped through. When you enter, you hear a voice call to you from across the room. Hey, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. Olivia recognizes this voice. Whose voice is it? It is none other than your betrothed, it's the Rocky. man you hate the most, oh, God. Rocky Rockwell, the very rich uh, son of the Rockwells who is obsessed with alligators and is dumb as his name. Lord Rockwell, what are you doing here? I came here cause you left and now you gonna marry me and then we're gonna go to Australia and we gonna raise the alligators. I'm not sure what my father told you, but um, this is the most inappropriate time for this and it's also not safe for you to be here. Uh, point of interest, is, is crocodiles in Australia? Don't bother. Crocodile, alligator, they same thing. Upgraded to a lord, huh? You know how my father is. Oh, this is getting messy. Are you going to come home with me, or uh, are you going to be like you always is? Someone gotta teach you respect. Respect this! Oh, man of rocks. Um, <laughs> picks up some sand and just like flings it. Ah, yeah. I ah. like to throw my boomerang at him to knock him out. Not kill him, just uh, knock him out. Uh, uh, let me let me describe him a little bit. So Rock is a giant of a man. Mm. He is easily a foot taller than Grizz, and Grizz is a big guy. He's got on a uh, gray A shirt, gray pants and a, uh, a, a gray cabbie cap. And you notice on his side, there is a pink, looks like a doll, almost like what a kid would carry around, Mr. Doll Doll. And he often asks Mr. Doll Doll for advice before he does things because he is... Uh, we don't have time for this. 16? You do hit. Uh, three? Is that enough to potentially knock him out? No, not even close. Roll initiative. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 